The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something with your host, Ty Maynard. We're the starting point for sales professionals and business owners who want to gain more clients, score higher margins, and not be left behind in sales and business. Now, here's Ty Maynard. Hello, everyone. Hello, and welcome to the show. Welcome to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard. And every week on this show, our goal is to assist you in your quest to be the best in sales, business, and life. And we're going to always do our best to bring you tremendous techniques, tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to assist you in reaching your goals, personal and professional. The topic today is network your way to higher profits now. And the only way to grow your business or to grow sales or turn your business around is to sell something. That's just a fact of life. And there are companies that have a need for your products and services as I'm speaking right now. It's your job to find them. And networking is one of the most neglected tools of uncovering leads and potential clients that are waiting to hear about you. So what we're going to do Let's talk about ways to turn sales around through networking and to also strengthen your current connections with your clients. And networking is an awesome tool that we seldom use. And I tell you, I've had so many positive experiences recently with networking that uh, if I told you all of the stories, it would take, it would take an hour. But I'm going to share some of the stories just to validate what, what I'm talking about this, this time. And the reality is the key to doing anything and to being successful in anything is consistency. Uh, unfortunately, there are going to be things that happen in business or in our lives that's going to uh, cause us to go, go into a slump or we're going to waver in our consistency. But the key is to get back on the horse. And I went through uh, a loss of a, a loved one recently, which basically I had to go through the grieving process. And candidly, business wasn't the, the focus. And as a result, it, it, when I stopped doing what I normally do consistently, uh, business obviously waned a little bit because I wasn't making the connections. I wasn't doing what I normally do, did on a, a day-in, day-out basis. Uh, but then I knew, okay, Ty, you've been here before, and we're all going to go through slumps at some point, whatever, for whatever reason. So I got back out there again. And the key to being successful in sales or in business is exposure. We found that out now with even social media. And, I, and it was interesting. I stopped doing the social media for a season because – Candidly, my heart wasn't there. My heart was broken, you know, because I lost my loved one. And I noticed 
I was not top of on top of mind for many people. Once I started doing social media again, it was amazing the the number of people that were reaching out to me for various reasons. So let's talk about this thing called networking. And the reality is the majority of people don't like networking. They don't like going into a room where there's a bunch of strange people and they don't know any of them. Okay, so let's talk about what business you're in. I don't care whether you're a doctor, a lawyer. Uh, I don't care. You know, I ask people what business they're in. They say, well, I'm a doctor. I'm a lawyer. I'm in sales or I'm an entrepreneur. The bottom line is this. We're all in the business of building relationships. That's what we do. That's the only way any of our businesses can grow by building relationships. And one of the best ways to establish these connections and these contacts is by networking. But a lot of people are fearful, as I just mentioned, of going into a room and just meeting and talking to strangers. So our goal uh, in this show is to help give you some tools and and some ideas to help you with that. And as a matter of fact, uh, we did a show about a year ago where I brought a gentleman on the show. His name was uh, Joe Malinowski, and he is a networking guru. And I met him at a function, and he did several things right that we're going to talk about on the show, and I'll point them out as we get to them. But let's talk about this, this fear thing that, that keeps us bound and, and, and prohibits us from stepping out and and making these connections. And one of the things is the reasons we're fearful is we feel like we're unprepared. And I guess unprepared is the best is best described as that nervousness you feel when going in front of a group to give a talk or you're going into a test where you haven't studied properly. And the best way to overcome this flaw is to dedicate time and literally make appointments with yourself to prepare. Okay, and it's really not that complicated. Set us up, set aside more than enough time that you need and try to picture yourself already in that circumstance. You want to actually visualize your success instead of thinking about all of the things that could go wrong when you go to a networking function. Think about all of the things that could go right. Think that in this networking sec- se- uh, segment that you're going to, you may meet a client that could be your biggest client in the years to come, or they may introduce you to your biggest client. Picture yourself being well-received by the audience. Don't say, oh, man, I I hope I don't forget what I'm going to say. I hope I don't stutter. Whatever you think about is going to happen. Whatever you feed is going to grow. And I'm not sure if you go to uh, my Facebook page, Ty Maynard Group, But I recently put up a a sign and it said, please do not feed the fears because whatever you feed, it's going to grow. And realize also, even if you do make a mistake, making a mistake is just a part of growing. Anytime someone around me makes a mistake or they feel like they failed at something, my first question is, what did you learn? As long as you learn something, and you don't do it again, it was okay. That was a good learning lesson. And also, we have this thing about the fear of rejection. And fear of rejection is a common feeling in everyone. Everyone 
has that at some point or another. And men are rejected earlier in life than, than women, predominantly because uh, they get rejected by uh, going out for the sports team or sometimes even for just um, by girls at a young age. Young, you know, guys ask for the date and they say no. And, but we all experience rejection of some sort. But you have to overcome that fear of rejection and, and bask in the joy of acceptance. And if you're in sales, if you're in business, we know that nine times out of ten, we have to get a no before we get to a yes. So that should be expected in what we do. And sometimes we think less of ourselves than we really should. You know, we have a low self-image or a low self-esteem. We don't think we are as good as other people. And you are better than you think you really are. You really are better than you think you are. And really and truly, you'll find that the majority of people that you are pursuing, uh, what I call TLCs or top-level contacts, top-level contacts and executives, people who sales professionals and even other business owners have a tendency to be fearful of, they are some of the nicest people in the world. I have found that CEOs of organizations and presidents, they are some of the nicest people you ever want to meet. They have to have exceptional people skills because they are running, in some cases, a Fortune 500, Fortune 100, Fortune 1000 company. And the goal of any CEO is to be able to draw out the best in their people. So they have exceptional people skills. So the greatest victory in many cases we can ever have is the victory over ourselves, the victory over our own mind. I love that portion of the movie The Matrix. I, I did a show on sales and business and life lessons from The Matrix. And one of the, the, the comments that was made in the, in the movie was he said, free your mind. And that's all I'm saying. Free your mind conquer your fear because 97% of the things we worry about, we're concerned that's going to happen. 97% of the things that we worry about never, ever happen. It just don't happen. Okay. And the other 3% that actually does happen, believe it or not, worrying about them was not going to change the outcome. So let's conquer the fear. Let's do what we fear most, and believe it or not, the fear will vanish. You also have to have goals for your networking. And get out there, and it's, it's interesting because there are times when I, I'm supposed to go to a function, and the majority of times we've already had a full day, or we already have other things we really need to accomplish, so we really don't want to go. What I find is once I do go, I am so glad I did. I always meet amazing individuals. I meet either individuals that somehow I can help. They have a need for what I do. I meet individuals who they have a service that I actually need. I don't have the skill sets in that area, but they, they can provide them. And then sometimes I find that I don't do what someone needs, but I can connect them to a person that can make their life easier or can help them grow their business. 
And that's just as powerful as me being able to help them. That, and I'll, I'll give an example. Uh, last week, I was asked to be on a panel of judges for a, a, an event called Pitch Fest, Key Person of Influence Pitch Fest. And here were these entrepreneurs who went through a 40-week program to develop the perfect pitch, how they were going to introduce themselves to to clients. So I was a judge because I, I, mean, I, I train salespeople all the time. And as a result of being on that panel, I met five other esteemed judges. Uh, one lady, she is on a television show, and her claim to fame is she has sold over, I believe it was $2 billion in products. And if, if I'm getting it wrong, correct me, it was either $2 billion or $4 billion. But a, a billion is a lot. And believe it or not, I'm going to tr- do my best to have her on the show. We kind of connected as a result. And then there was another gentleman who started a business in Australia. Uh, it was a business that you would think would not have a chance of succeeding. Basically, he went around and uh, he groomed dogs. <laughs> and he had this little trailer he carried around. And he groomed them in the trailer, air-conditioned trailer. He ended up franchising that business throughout Australia, sold it for mega, mega, mega money, and then moved to the United States and did the same thing over again and then sold that one for mega, mega money. And, I mean, it, so I just met some amazing people. I also met an individual who started a business recently, and he needed someone to help him raise funds. I knew exactly who to put him in touch with. And as a result, I received a message from him about how thankful he was that I was able to connect him to the right person. As a result of me being a judge there, I also found clients. There were people who came up to me and purchased my book, Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. And by the way, if you don't have that, that should be in your reference library. That's a must-read book if you want to be successful in sales. Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. That's the title of of this radio show. So, I, I found customers. I found individuals who wanted me to coach them. Uh, I found people that I was able to help by connecting them to someone else. And I found opportunities for to have guests on the radio show that's going to give you insight and help you continue to grow because that's how it will go. That was from one event, one event. So networking can be an amazing thing that we have to do and we have to do it consistently anything we don't do consistently is not going to succeed it's not going to be successful so it's time for our first break you're listening to forget patience let's sell something i'm your host ty mayner and i will talk to you on the other side of the break stay tuned When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Does money drive you or does it serve you? When you listen to Money in Your Life, you'll discover the answer to that question. Tune in as hosts Brian Farr and Ann Hutchins bring you thought-provoking discussions designed to help you understand and assess exactly how money operates in your life. 
Take control of your personal finances. Money in Your Life is broadcast live every Friday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time, 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Make your money work for you. Today's business marketplace is becoming increasingly global thanks to technologies that didn't even exist a few short years ago. Your business might be a startup or you might be one of the global 500. Either way, you're probably looking at customers and competitors in faraway regions. Listen for Global Reach with host Tay Rivez as she brings together experts, ideas, and listeners to help you anywhere in the world. Global Reach is broadcast every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free. 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. listening to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome to Forget Patients, Let's Sell Something. Our topic today is network your way to higher profits now. Now, when I say now, I'm talking about you being proactive in networking and ultimately the profits will be there. But the purpose of networking is not to go out and to try to make a sale. The purpose of networking is to go out and try to make what we call connections, where you can meet people, and ultimately your goal is to find out how you can bring value to them. The goal is to build rapport, to develop relationships, okay? And when, you're, when you have goals, they should be specific. I would like for you to identify how many networking functions you plan on attending in a week's time or a month's time or quarterly, however you want to do it. But if it's not a specific goal that you have written down and you you making an appointment with yourself, the chances are it's not going to happen. So have a specific amount of goal uh, networking functions you plan on attending. And if you don't do it consistently, you will not get the exposure you need because they can tell if you're around, you'll, you'll see some of the same people at various uh, events, and you'll know that, that that person is what we call a savvy networker, which we'll talk about in a little bit. And that's, that networker, that savvy networker, can introduce you to other key people of influence that can assist you or that you can assist. Also, when you go to a networking event, have a measurable goal. Identify, okay, I want to meet... And uh, at least five people at this networking function, or I want to, I want to meet this specific person at this networking function. It could be that simple. And if you meet that one person, it was a successful meeting. And make it attainable. Okay, make it something that you can actually attain. Don't say, well, you know what? I'm going to interact and in, in, in fellowship with thirty people 
that's that's going to be a waste of everybody's time. You're not going to be able to connect um, th- with 30 people realistically in one event. You may be able to do that over several, or maybe that could be what you your goal is for the month or for the quarter. That's realistic, but not an event. And where can you meet these people? You can meet them. Uh, for example, I went to a, a golf tournament. It was a fundraiser. I met uh, a vice president for a very large insurance company. It was going to be uh, in my foursome, and we're going to make a connection. We had a great time together. We've been in communication as a result of that, and there may be opportunities for us to serve each other in some form or fashion. I also met a golf pro, uh, LPGA, a lady on the LPGA, who uh, told me how bad my posture was, my stance was, my swing, and even stayed in town a little longer to give me a free lesson. Uh, Obviously, I want to support her in her efforts for her golf tournament that's coming up in April. So you just never know who you're going to meet. You just never know. It could be at local events uh, that are thrown by different organizations. It can be events thrown by the chamber of commerce. Uh, it, you just never know. But invest the time to go. Another thing we need to talk about is this. You want to dress for success. And, and dress is relative because it depends on what part of the country you're in. But you want to dress the best you possibly can for the event. For example, I, I can't tell you if you're going to something in the, the Florida Keys, you, you cannot wear a suit in the Keys because they automatically thank you uh, with a federal, the federal government or federal agency, a department of you know, DEA or something, and they're not going to open up to you. You're going to have to wear Tommy. You have to pull out your Tommy Bahama, Tommy Bahama shirt if you're there. But for other events, it, it just makes sense to, to err on the side of caution and wear a, a nice jacket, business jacket, and, and a nice dress shirt and even a tie. And make sure you smile. You want to come across as personable and friendly. And that's the best tool on your face, your smile. And you want to have a, a nice, fresh haircut fingernails maintained, all of those things people pay attention to. And, you know, if you don't have a, a, the nicest suit, you'd be amazed what a nice tie can do. But people watch everything. I've had executives, and I even do this now, they, they look at your shoes. They look to see if they're polished. They look to see as you're walking away if your heels are even worn. Uh, and I, I can't tell you how many times I've walked into a function it's just as someone's getting ready to shake my hand. I will watch them look at me starting from the top of my head all the way down to my feet, then come back up and then give the handshake. All right. So and you also want to make sure you give a firm handshake. I know these are things that you probably know, but give a firm handshake, smile. Don't try to crush their hand. I mean, as Americans, we have this thing where it's like our goal is to break every bone in the other person's hand okay what i normally do is i gauge with a reasonably firm handshake and if they if they hunker down i hunker down a little bit more also but i don't want to crush anybody's hands okay and have an open mind the person that you're meeting with 
may say something that's absolutely, from your perspective, ridiculous. <laughs> you can't let it show on your face that you think what they just said was the most ridiculous thing you've ever heard in your life. You just say, oh, really? That's interesting. Tell me more about it. How did you get involved with that? You may ask them what type of business they do, and they may say, well, I dive in septic tanks. Don't, don't frown. <laughs> just say, really, what, what made you want to get into that type of profession? Uh, you just never know what you'll learn, all right? And you want to always make sure you exchange cards. Always have cards. I can't tell you how many times I'm at a meeting and I ask the person for their card because what they just said they do is interesting to me. And I think I may be able to use their services. It can help me in my business or, or it's something I'm doing. And they don't have a card, so one of the, the tricks that I, I do is in all of my suit pockets, I normally wear a sports jacket or suit. I always just go ahead and stuff a bunch of cards in, in all of my suit jackets. So regardless what I put on, I have some cards there. Or maybe that's a part of your checklist for when you're preparing to go to a networking function. All right. And what you want to do with each individual is just basically conduct a quick interview, a quick meeting. You want to keep it moving. One of the, the biggest mistakes I'll see that uh, someone who especially is new at networking or maybe uh, they may be lacking a little bit in the self-confidence, they want to just latch on to someone for 20 minutes or even 30 minutes and talk to them the whole time. And that's, that's not what networking is, is about. It's about making that quick connection, learning what you can about that person. And I'm going to share with you an interview process in just a moment. You want to learn all you can about that individual in that very short period of time. And then you want to move on to the next person. Uh, you may talk to them for maybe five minutes. And if it's going really well, maybe seven. But I would say anywhere from four to seven minutes is probably the max uh, because you're gathering data, you're gathering information, and let's talk about a way that you can, you can do that. How can you gather information? I call it the form process, okay? So if, if you have a pad and a pen, write this down because this will really help you feel more comfortable in the interview process. The F in the form process stands for ask them about their firm or what they do, all right? And one of the nicest things about this approach is the best way to seem like a great conversationalist is to let people talk about themselves. Uh, we talked about this in, in the last show last year. There's a book is probably 80 years old, maybe 90 years called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And they had a chapter in there about how if you did this thing, everyone would think highly of you. And that's basically let them talk about themselves. So the F stands for you ask about their firm or what they do for a living and let them answer. And ask questions. Be curious. That's one of the best ways to be a good networker. Ask them questions. Be curious. Uh, the O is ask them if you had the opportunity to identify your ideal client what would they look like? Who would they be? 
And the reason you want to ask this question is because you may already know once they identify who their ideal client is, you may be able to bring value to them right away. You may be able to connect them with someone right away that can help them, that can be a, 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 pr- a prospect or a potential client for them. So you ask the question, if you had the opportunity, who would be your ideal client? And they know, believe me, they, they know. Then the R stands for ask what type of recreation, recreation, what type of recreation they enjoy. And you may hear that they, they love golf. They may love uh, horseback riding. They may love curling that, that, that funny uh, Olympic sport where they're pushing the thing on ice, that little uh, disc on ice. You don't know. But what may happen is something that they enjoy may line up with something that you enjoy doing as well. And then you have an opportunity to connect with them away from this particular networking event or away from business. That's when you really get to know someone. And many of you who play golf, you already know this, but the golf course is where a lot of business is done. And it's not done while you're actually playing the golf. It's done when you are at the 19th hole. The 19th hole being, you know, you go to dinner afterwards or you grab a snack afterwards, you grab something to drink afterwards. You will be amazed how much bonding is done during the golf, playing the golf. And then the relationship is really established and built afterwards. And you also get to learn a lot about people as you watch them play golf or whatever it is they do that they're enjoying or that they engage in. They may, they may like boating and either you do boating as well, or guess what? You may be interested in boating. You've never had opportunity to do it. That gives them the opportunity to teach you something. And most people like to, to teach. They like to talk about what they're really good at. And last but not least, the M is mention that you will follow up to request a meeting at a later time. Okay, so form, ask about their firm. O, ask if they had the opportunity. Who is their ideal client? R, ask something about their recreational time. And then M, mention that you will follow up to request a meeting at a later time. And there's no particular order to ask these questions, but the form just gives you a really standardized way and systematic way to go about asking the questions you need to have a successful networking um, event. Now, it's time for us to take our next break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and our topic today is networking your way to higher profits. And we'll talk to you on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. business community's first choice in internet talk radio voice america business network it's time to take charge of your own career path but how do you get started first tune into the career confidant with marie zimanoff each show will feature national business leaders tips and insight from marie and her guests career management tools and a weekly career smart tip she'll help you move forward earn that promotion get hired into the career you want and brand yourself the career confidant is broadcast live every monday at 3 p.m pacific time 6 p.m eastern time on the voice america business channel 
Game-changing technologies are transformational, exciting, and disruptive for a reason. They shake up the status quo. They get you thinking about new ways to scale, compete, and grow. They move you in amazing new directions. You're invited to take a coffee break with Game Changers on Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time for our special series on today's top big data innovators. Learn about emerging big trends and technologies and how you can grow your business and profit. Startup Focus with Game Changers, presented by SAP on the Business Channel. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Mayner or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome back to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and we're talking about how to be more effective in networking and how to network your way to higher profits. Now, I say how to do it now, but really this is something that takes extreme patience. It takes extreme consistency and persistent actions to accomplish the profits. But I'm telling you, if you would do this consistently, you'll be amazed what will happen. You will be absolutely amazed. So we were just talking about the form process of the interviewing. And what's nice about this, once you get that process down, you can get through very easily uh, seven to ten and maybe even more networking functions, depending on how long the, the, the opportunities are. Okay, but let's talk about how, what do you do now to capture that information? Uh, what I normally do after I will leave talking with one individual, I'll either have my little digital recorder that I will record any key information into very quickly. I just met with Bob. Bob is the new CEO of this XYZ engineering company. He recently moved to Tampa. Uh, he loves uh, boating. He loves hunting. He loves this, that, that. Contact him, yada, yada, yada. And then I'm on to the next person. But you have to capture it some kind of way. Some people may do it on the back of a business card. Uh, that could be a challenge sometimes because, uh, for example, I think my business cards, they have some type of coding on it, which would make it really tough to write on, uh, but capture the information. Uh, you can use a small notepad with a, and have your pen and capture it, but write it down as quickly as possible because I think last week when I finished that event, I probably had a good 15 to 20 business cards, and if it was left to my ability to remember who, what, when, and where, uh, it would have been a mess. So you want to be able to capture the information. Do not trust your memory, okay? I'm just telling you now, and most of you know what I'm talking about, all right? And what I do from that standpoint, when I get back to my office, I have this little cool thing called card scan. 
uh, I'll just feed the cards through and it will scan both sides of the card. So my notes are there as well. And from there, it actually captures that information and then will put it into my, uh, my CRM software. It will put their name in the appropriate place, their company, phone number, all of their contact information automatically goes. And I, so I don't have to do all of that. I don't have to try to type 20 different cards into, uh, I use ACT, you know. Uh, some people use salesforce.com. Uh, how, how, whatever you do, but you want to capture that information and you want to respond quickly. The follow-up is critical. And the rule of thumb is this. You should follow up with someone that you met within 24 hours, okay? While it's still fresh and while you're still at the top of mind, they remember you, respond quickly, and try to get it to the next phase, all right? And I was with a a gentleman last year. We went to a function, and what he showed me was really cool. It It was a software, I believe it was called Infusionsoft, and basically, we had just met some really top-level people. He got a business card, went over to the side, and he went ahead and typed her name into her phone. And while we were still there, within 10 minutes, she received an email from him saying, Hey, it was a pleasure meeting you. Here is all of my contact information. I will be following up with you in the next day or so to talk about scheduling an appointment to meet with you. I'm like, now, how cool is that? All right. All he had to do was put her information in, her email address and her name, and this software did everything else and went ahead and sent out an, uh, uh, an email to her with all of his contact information. I thought that was, that was, pretty, that was pretty awesome. So, again, follow up as quickly as you possibly can. So what I want to do now is talk about some of the, the networking personalities that I've identified over the years. And as you listen to this, identify where you are. And you may be a combination, you know, but let's talk about that. And, and then you kind of identify where you are. So let's talk about the first one. The first one is what we call scared straight. Okay. This person is the individual where their boss told them you will be <laughs> networking more this year. All right. So let me know the events that you're going to. So this person, to placate, to please their, 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 their boss, goes to a networking event, and then they just stand in the corner. They really don't want to meet anyone. They just want to stay there long enough to say that they went. Okay? Or what they may do <laughs> is bring a friend, a coworker, and they invest the whole time just talking to each other. That's scared straight. They really don't want to engage anyone. They just want to be able to say that they were there. And that's, obviously that's not effective, and you're not going to get any benefit out of it. And then we have the next individual. This individual I would call show up and throw up. This individual is the person who is there and they find one person who engages them, and they want to spend the next 30 minutes talking to them about everything, asking questions, talking, and that's not the purpose of the networking event. That, uh, that person is really trying to figure out a way to get away from them. 
And I promise you, if you do a show up and throw up, you won't see them again. Because their thought is if you can't be concise and to the point in an, at an event like that, there is no way they're going to let you into their office. So we have scare straight. We have show up and throw up. And then we have the Terminator. Uh, and normally you'll find the Terminator is someone that may be very new in sales and, and may be aggressive or may have a new business. And they're really excited and passionate about their business. And that's not a bad thing. It's just that the Terminator expects to do business that night or, with, or within that week. I'm going to close somebody tonight. Someone is going to press on this, the dotted line, and they're going to press hard, and the third copy is theirs, okay? Uh, that's not going to work. Again, that's going to turn people off. What you want to do, what you want to be, you don't want to be scared straight. You don't want to be show up and throw up. You do not want to be the terminator. You want to be a savvy networker, a savvy networker. And a savvy networker knows the sole purpose for getting out to networking events is to build relationships. That's all you want to do. And the best way to build relationships is to first identify how you can be of value or service to someone else. How can I help them get what they want? And if we can help enough, I, I, I really believe this. If we, and I think Zig Ziglar said this first and probably said it best. He said, if we help enough people get what they want, we will get everything we want. All right? So it's first to help others get what they want. And I say it a different way. I say my focus is to make a difference. My focus is to make a difference in the lives of the people I come in contact. And if I make a difference in enough people's lives, the dollars come back to me. But first and foremost, let's focus on making the difference. Let's focus on helping them get what they want. So what you want to do is make a connection. And a connection is basically someone that you speak to on a regular basis and you've developed a friendly yet very productive relationship with them. Okay? That's a connection. And they are giving you information. You're giving them information. They may become your coach in some uh, arenas where they say, hey, you know, I know who you could be of service to, or I know who could use your services, or I know someone I want to connect you with. They make things happen for you, and you make things happen for them. But initially, I have worked with people where all I did was give, 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 give. And they may say to me, well, how can I help you? If I don't need anything, I say, no, I'm good. I'm just enjoying the relationship. Now, at some point, there may come an opportunity for them to help me, and at that point, I will bring it up. But up until, up until that point, all I want to do is be a giver. And you, you, you can't outgive. You can't give too much. Uh, I had a gentleman on the show. His name is Topher Morrison, just an amazing individual. And he is the general manager for a program that was launched here last year called uh, Key Person of Influence. And an amazing it's called KPI. You ought to check out the, the website, okay? But someone introduced me to Topher, and I uh, asked him to be on the show, and he did, and he was amazing. He did two parts on how to be a key person of influence in your industry. And 
then I he called me and said, hey, Ty, I thought your book was amazing. He, he plugs my book every chance he gets. I thought your book was amazing. Hey, there's a company that read my book, and I told him now to read yours also. You ought to send them a copy, and let's see what happens. Uh, okay, okay I, I appreciated that. Then guess what? After that, he called me again and said, hey, Ty, listen, I have some friends who have a radio show, and someone can't uh, – attend they 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 have a, a guest that's not going to be there again and i thought that you, I, I, I immediately thought of you i think you'd be an awesome guest for them uh here's the number give her a call do you mind doing that i say absolutely it turned out to be a, a very large syndicated show uh i got a lot of play and publicity i mean he's helping me out so when he called me a couple of weeks ago and asked me to be a judge on their pitch fest, that w- that was a no-brainer for me because he had brought so much value to me. He'd been on my show twice. Uh, he introduced me into a new pres- prospect. He got me on a radio show. When he asked me if I'd be a judge, that was a no-brainer, and I'm so glad I did because I made some amazing contacts. So, again, the key is let's get out. Let's get the exposure. It does not pay to be a well-kept secret in your community, in your industry. It just doesn't. You have to get out and get the exposure. It seems scary a lot of times, but you'll be amazed how awesome it is when you do. Okay, it's time for our last break. It's the fastest hour of the week for me, and I hope it is for you as well. But we're going to take another short break. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I'm your host, Ty Maynard, and we will talk to you again soon. Stay tuned. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. The way we do banking today continues to evolve. No longer is it just brick-and-mortar locations or traditional bankers' hours. Today, banking is 24-7. It's in the home. It's on the go. It's digital. Tune in to Breaking Banks with Brett King for a look at how traditional banking as we know it has changed due to a loss of trust, changing economic conditions and consumer behavior, government involvement, and, of course, technology. What does it all mean? Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Business Channel. Hi, I'm Rebecca Costa, host of the Costa Report, every Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. This week, my guest is outspoken former congressman and one of our country's most prominent gay public figures, Mr. Barney Frank. He'll be with us to talk about the Supreme Court's ruling on DOMA and how the Obama presidency is doing in its second term. Don't miss Barney Frank this Tuesday at 6 a.m. and again at 6 p.m. on the Voice America Business Channel. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. If you want to reach Ty Maynard or today's guest, please call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. 
Or you can send an email to Ty at TyMaynerGroup.com. That's T-Y-E at T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R Group.com. Now, back to the show. Hey, welcome back. Welcome welcome back. You're listening to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. I am your host, Ty Maynard, and we're talking about how to network more effectively to enhance profits. So we were just talking about follow-up and how important that is, and we're talking about just how do we bring value, okay? And what you ultimately want to do uh, with your connections you want to become basically, as I said, uh, a business ally. And a business ally basically personifies a fully rounded professional relationship. That means you and the other individual you are meeting on a regular basis, uh, you exchange referrals, you share advice maybe on how to get into an account or it could be advice on anything but really on the business side, they can give you advice on how to grow your sales, grow your business. Uh, you assist one another, and sometimes you may even make the round socially together. And that's a beautiful thing because they will connect you into people that know them and trust them, and you're linked in. I know that was a play on words, kind of, but you're linked in. And in order to get someone to become a business ally, they're going to be asking four questions about you, and they have to be able to answer these questions positively. The first question is, can I trust you? Do you appear to be trustworthy? When you said that you were going to get back in touch with them in a certain time frame, did you do it? If you said that you were going to send them some literature information, did you do it? Uh, does someone they know re- introduce you? which lends credibility to to you. And the next question is, do you know what you're talking about? Do you seem to have a a really good working knowledge of the industry that you're in? And hopefully you've done your homework and and you may know some things about their industry, their clients, the type of people they are pursuing. The third question is really, really important. They're going to be asking the question, do you care about me as a person or just what I can do for you? Do you care about me as a person or just what I can do about you? And all of us have been in that position at some point where we were working with someone and maybe we were the consumer and we were working with the salesperson and it was clear to us that the salesperson could care less about us but they cared a lot about our wallet and what's in your wallet. All right? So, they need to feel that you are genuinely interested in them and their success. And the last question that they want to ask is, are you committed? Are you committed to whatever you put your hands to? Are you committed to their success? Are you committed to your success? Are you passionate about what you do? And you know, along the lines of this, I, I want to talk about being an expert. Uh, it doesn't look like I'm going to have time this particular show. We'll probably have to come back and talk about that. Um, but recently, I volunteered to do something in, in the community. And based on, I, that was, I was asked to speak at a, at a fundraiser. And, and really, 
I'm passionate about this fundraiser because it's for youth who are at risk. They're struggling, and we can make a difference and change lives. So I, I spoke at that event, and as a result of speaking at that event, uh, they asked me if I was interested in being on the board. And I said, okay, let me know, tell me more about the board. And when I looked at the board, it was the basically the who's who of, in some cases, Tampa Bay, and in some cases, the world. I mean, I agreed to be on the board because I think I can make a difference. But also, it accomplishes another goal. You remember, I've, you've heard me say several times, who you network with ultimately determine your net worth. All right? So when I, I sat on the board, uh, there is an owner of a professional sports team franchise on the board. There is um, a gentleman who founded one of the biggest restaurant chains in North America and on the board. And I've, as a matter of fact, I've, eating, I've eaten in this restaurant in other parts of the world. He's on that board. And the list goes on and on and on. So my goal is not to approach these individuals and see how I can get something out of them. My goal is to perform on the board. <laughs> my, my goal is to build credibility by showing that was a good decision they made in asking me to be on the board. My goal is to bring value to my team. And as a result of bringing value by focusing primarily on making a difference, opportunities will naturally come about. They will naturally come about. So these were some of the tips that we want to talk on uh, networking. There's a whole, whole lot more. But I, it's been a year since we talked about this, and I thought, you know what? We probably need to review just a little bit and, and take you a little further. And it was, this is a good time of the year to remind you that that's an important aspect of your toolbox in, in gaining business. So set your goals. Use some of the tools that we talked about. And you watch what happens with your connections. Okay? Now, we're at the end of the show. But as I've always said, one of the things you want to do, you want to continue to invest in yourself. And if you listen to any of the individuals that I've had on the show who've made it, they continually invest in themselves. The, the event that I was a judge at last week with a KPI, those individuals invested $10,000 in themselves to help grow their businesses. And if you look at it, the only way you're going to grow is if you continue to feed your mind, if you have people challenge you. And as a matter of fact, I have a, mon a number of people that I'm coaching. And when we coach them, their numbers grow. They become more successful. They're at the top of their sales team. They're in the top of their company. If you're an individual who is looking to take your sales or your business to a higher level, we want to talk to you. We only want to talk to people who are committed because there's, there's not going to be easy. There's going to be assignments. There are going to be things you have to do. But if you're willing to do these things, you will get results. We want to hear from you. You can reach me at my email address, ty, T-Y-E, at tymaynardgroup.com. 
That's T-Y-E-M-A-N-E-R group.com. Or you can give us a call on our toll-free number, 888-605-1040. Again, that's 888-605-1040. And by the way, we have a four-day very intense sales training boot camp coming up in April. Go to my website, tymaynardgroup.com, and go to the training tab and look up Ty Maynard's Fast Track Sales Camp. It's a four-day intense course, and when you come out, you will be a trained, highly trained selling machine. You will have been Maynardized. Okay, our time is up for this show. Thanks again for listening. Tell others about the show. If you get a chance, go ahead and like us on Facebook, Ty Maynard Group. And in the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something. Talk to you next week. Thanks again for tuning in to Forget Patience, Let's Sell Something. Ty Maynard will be back next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. We look forward to you joining us then. In the meantime, forget patience, let's sell something.